スロットドーンシュー What's up everybody? Happy Friday, happy late show show. We are eight minutes late, but it's better late than never, right? No, Shiro、uh, is never late. He arrives exactly when he means to. That's right. So, you know, and、uh, Arjack has been kind of in the back,、uh, backstage with us, kind of seeing what a what what a catastrophe it is every Friday.、It's, I kid you not. It's a happy accident、yeah. over and over and over again. Oh yeah,、boy. very happy, very happy. I'm like, <laughs> I'm swearing back here. OBS is just like, I want to. Break my computer, but it's all good. It's all good. I love it. No, I hate some love for my,、uh, my my Microsoft Bimbo shirt. Yeah, Soruko says that he、nice. he loves the shirt.、Here、Thank you. It's it's a、uh, it's from a guy named Nick Robinson. He does a bunch of video. He did a video on a、uh, Microsoft、uh, Bimbo's store in Japan, which actually will be a good segue about Japan in a little bit for my. Date, but did you actually get a new laptop,、yes. or is that like a re- little retro laptop that you shared? Oh, th- you, you, you get like a Panasonic. A, this actually is a Panasonic. It's called a Let's Note. It's a oh a Let's Note, yeah. Japanese little laptop.、Nice. It's actually from two thousand nine, nineteen. Oh, nice. So it's Windows Seven, and I think the or Windows Ten. But I think my favorite thing about that is the is like the the laptop itself. So it's like this little thing. Yeah. Little Panasonic. I'll see if I can. You got like、good. this tiny little、uh, circular touchpad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think、cool. the best part is the is the,、uh, the OS I'm running on it.、Oh, Microsoft okay, Bimbos. <laughs> Bimbos. You'll see. You guys will see.、Yeah. Uh, you'll. It's funny. We、like. don't really we don't really get a lot of Panasonic laptops over here. And you you do get like the tough books, which I've seen like people use on contractor stuff. And you don't. I I never see Panasonic laptops in the stores.、Yeah. Um, but they're big in Japan. No. Oh, was the、uh, basically? If you guys have noticed, there's something a little bit off.、Uh, oh, nice. My Kuru. Yeah, this is a green screening app. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's basically this uh little laptop. It uses this thing called Windows Experience. It's basically a, a modified、uh, modified Windows 10 to look like Microsoft、uh, Windows XP,、mm-hmm. and I use it mostly to、uh, mostly I want to do it for 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 the conventions and stuff. So I have a little laptop I can we can do stuff on. Nice. I also、sure. do it for probably one of the most important uses of it, and that's for、uh, Project Toho. Of course, the that's that's what the、uh, the main use of it is for Toho games. Toho games. Nice.、So. Okay, fair enough. But yeah, no, it's a really nice laptop.、Uh, really cool. It's actually really light. Like this is feels like nothing in my hand.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I can little... tell you're just holding it with one hand. I mean, that's how、uh, my netbook is. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. when I had a laptop in college, you know, that thing was like heavy. It was a honker. You had to pick it up with both hands, or it was gonna slip out of your your fingers. And it's like <laughs> I got this netbook earlier this year, and the thing is like nothing. Is that like a Core i5 or、Wild. something? Or like Centrino、uh, or something. It, it's it's a it's a Core i5 eighth、uh, gen. So oh, okay. A, like a coffee like lake. A, yeah, coffee lake one. It's really nice though. I really enjoy it. Yeah. It's a nice little laptop.、And. I. Oh, ignore the error there. But yeah, it's it's really nice. I like it a lot. It's good for cons. It's、mm-hmm. really nice and light. Like it's it feels like it's nothing. Like this is like I have a netbook from two thousand like nine. 
and mm -hmm. like that's that's like heavier than this thing is mm -hmm. like, this mm -hmm. thing is like more like like more than powerful than that like 20 times its power almost right yeah but just so light you know you just like pick it up but yeah it's a nice little thing uh, yeah i got it from japan i paid i think i paid about 300 for it mm -hmm. so pretty good deal on it for yeah it's not it bad is. at all and that like was it importing it too the uh, top of the back of the flip cover <laughs> i don't know why it reminds me of that little laptop you get in space quest i don't know maybe it's just that's what came to mind because i've been watching some stuff at least it, remind, it reminds me yeah. of a silver like an original nintendo ds it kind of does you yeah. know it's got that like really bulky kind of ds fat look on the back honestly yeah. it kind of feels i honestly i i wouldn't be surprised if it was close to the weight of an original ds yeah it's no kidding so right because th those nice. are actually pretty chunky um yeah. shouts to the 24 people in the chat Manfis is here, Pudgy, of course, Tom Fum, Colin Pierce, Neil Henderson, Eric, Dantrax is with us, David Zaney, shouts, bro, Scott, Scotty Moe, Fauxchaux is in the chat with us, uh, we've got Khan, I can't say your name, hello from Turkey, though, hey, how's it going, uh, <clears throat> let's see, Soro, Soruko, Kitsu, Kitsu, I, I can't, <laughs> it's so small, I think small. that's a character from, uh, from kingdom hearts i think so cool yeah uh mike garcia who else can we say hi to and that's everybody for right now oh we just had max abramson uh chime in so for everyone that's in the chat if you guys could like a uh, uh, thumb up like the stream oh, share it I out if you that. can that would be awesome there we go share out people um it did I'm, it before i came over here so excellent nice. excellent Full disclosure, I'm still sick, but I'm doing the best I can. My tank is empty. I'm ready to. I'm ready to clock out. <laughs> he's, he's like. He's like a. What's his name? Running on empty. Uh, crap. Uh, Jackson Brown. Jackson Brown running on empty. My running Jackson dry. Brown. I like Not Jackson Brown too. You're, you're a trooper, Dave. You're still here. Uh, you're yep. here for the fans. I'm, I'm here for the fans. I'm here for the fans. I have a question for the fans. I have a question for the fans. Maybe we, I can outsource my problem. As with all of uh, technical difficulties, so I would really love to play Arjax's game. I would really love to play this game, right? But my, I take the, I take my SD card out of my satiator, right, mm -hmm. and I pop it into my computer, and I can't delete or do anything with the files and the little lock thing on the SD card is not engaged. So it's not locked. Okay, uh, that's what I was about to ask. <laughs> it's not that yeah, it's not like a stupid did you turn it on or like kind of thing. It's like uh, I I'm wondering like if anybody else has ever had that issue where all like all of a sudden mm -hmm. you can't delete or can't copy or do anything with the files on the, the SD card. Is it No, I've never had that. Read only? I mean uh, like like that's when i go properties when i click right click properties read it says read only but i'm like why it's not on it's not locked it shouldn't be read only when i you, you can you can actually switch it to not read only and have it apply to all of the folders and subfolders but then when you open it back up it's read only again i'm just like what the heck uh, i don't know another machine maybe it might be a thing on your your machine itself yeah, the maybe. Is it a check mark or just like a little square in it? Yeah, it's it's actually like a check mark. I'll actually plug wow. it in right now. Yeah, it's so weird. It, I, like I've never I've been using this SD card for my satiator forever, and like I go in here, 
right click properties it just yeah it's read only and it's like got the dark square dark black square in there it's not a check mark it's like a dark black search so it's like oh, checked that, uh, i had this problem uh before i think it actually that actually means that some of it is marked read only but not everything i I think I had this exact same problem so not weird. too long ago where I had that, the confusion because a check mark means it's completely read only. The black box means that it's just partially read only. Which is strange because I haven't made any changes to it since the last time. And I, and I often, you know, pull it out of the satiator, put new games on it, put it back in, right? right? That's so weird. Anyway, if anybody comes up with any ideas, I, I'm more than card may be failing I'm, i was afraid of that it's a 256 yeah. pro plus samsung like i paid big money to get like uh, 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 a more reliable version of the card and here we are i mean yeah. as much of a hassle as it might be you could try you know doing a uh, good old-fashioned free format that's, on the card yeah yeah, and yeah. Then put everything back on that's or at least put a couple have things to. back on and yeah that's you know, what i have slow, to do making sure it's working yeah yeah it sucks yeah. before but... throwing it away yeah. yeah, and if it's not working in Windows, you might have to get a Linux distro and just wipe it that way. Oh, brother. <laughs> true, true. Uh, that's, that, that's really the trickiest. That's tricky. I think it's a Knight's model. That the only way to truly format something is using Linux, but I don't fully believe that. Mm -hmm. It just sounds like Linux elitism. <laughs> I mean, there are, you know, there's an official SD card formatting tool that you can get from like the mm. SD art association or whatever like that i can use that one too but yeah it's just, it's a strange thing i'll try to troubleshoot it some more i just figured somebody might have uh have experienced that but anyway i won't be playing uh i won't be playing jb Harold until i figure this situation out because i don't have any cdrs anymore can't can't burn discs well, you could play it on an emulator perfectly uh, this reasonable is true. this is true option. good point good point Yes, yeah. I could. Unless I suppose I, I could do that. Extolling the virtues of, like in the Sega Extreme thread for JB Herald, uh, the BizHawk emulator works pretty well with it. And if I'm really so. desperate, I could even play it on my phone, right? Because there are plenty of <laughs> yeah. decent emulators for. Yeah, is on Android. Android, Android phones. Well, I can, yeah, I can bring my laptop and can play it on that. Android. Yeah, you can do that too. So for folks who don't know <laughs> what we're talking about, we're talking about the brand new uh, JB Herald. Uh, you, you know detective noir uh, it's like an adventure mystery novel thing it's an fmv yeah. game and our jack is actually with us in the chat to talk about it today so that's yeah, awesome this project to localize it into english and it just came out uh this week uh, it was Aside finally he's been he's been putting out updates periodically over the last year that he's been working on it but he, he finally finished it this week oh you right? just reminded RJ? me updates yeah i Do mean <laughs> I mean, people are still find. the The worst part is when is when you know people find like, oh, I think I found a bug, but it's mm -hmm. accurate to the Japanese version. It's not my fault. Yeah, that stuff is in there. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you talking about like uh, sometimes the game will just show like a still image, but you're hearing audio? And it's yeah, not showing like full motion video. Someone in the Sega Extreme thread thought that that was a mistake. And like when I was playing it and I saw that, my first instinct was, oh, they're just, uh, they didn't feel like recording video for this. So it, it like made sense to me. I'm like, oh, it probably is just an image. It didn't occur to me there'd be 
like a mistake or, or a bug until that person who I suggested, hey, use the BizHawk emulator, was trying it out and was like, hey, is this a bug somewhere out the emulator? And then I'm kind of panicked, like, oh no, did I give a bad recommendation? Is BizHawk uh -oh, screwing Dan, up? Dan lost no. his hero status. But, uh, but no, hey, uh, hey. <laughs> Let's not as get I too stated angry. in my reply, I think they just. Uh, they they shot everything on video, and you can see right. that if you play the PC or laser active version. But mm. for a lot of the console ports, the especially the ones that use the Japanese dub, they did a lot of stuff where they just you know made scenes audio only. So and they just, just to save story. room, so it's fewer yeah. discs, right? Exactly. the The PC version's on five discs because wow. everything is in video. I mean, yeah. so it's only it, two for the Saturn. Exactly. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. so, video uh, killed the radio store after all. So, do you want to tell us a little bit about uh, your experience of working on this? Like, this was your first uh, Saturn game that you've done any like hacking on to translate, correct? This is my first translation period. Okay. What was it like? Oh my goodness! I mean, it's been a ride. That's for sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Bet. Uh, I mean, to learn how to uh, do all this, I mean, I, I'll, I have to give tremendous thanks to the community, especially at Sega Extreme, you know, for mm -hmm. answering all Legend my little legends. deadly questions and everything, because it was, I mean, I, I went in basically knowing nothing, especially about how to do stuff on the Saturn, and I think... Uh, mm -hmm. But there were a few things that I think really worked in my favor for this being my uh, first translation. First off was the fact that there was the original English version. Right. And the fact that it was, you know, on the PC version, it was just like standard AVI video files, which mm -hmm. made it very easy to convert and... Uh, everything into the video and audio clips that I would Now, how did you convert it into, was it Cinepak for the Saturn or True Motion? Yeah, Cinepak. Okay, and what did you do to try to convert that? Oh, it was quite a process. So, first of all, for the, you, you take the video file corresponding to the scene you want to thing, uh, to, to convert. And then I, I'm, oh god, now I'm on the spot, and it's like, oh god, how did I do that again? I think it's okay. the first, uh, no, 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 I remember. The first step was uh, putting the uh, AVI file, making sure it was like the right kind of format of AVI file, mm. and then uh, because I, it, it says AVI, but there's like different like codecs and stuff that you have to worry about, and it, apparently the one I is just like standard uncompressed. AVI, and then uh, and then that's the that's the first step, and then you gotta go to uh, uh, and during this portion when I'm doing like the audio only stuff, this is also where I edit to try to remove any dead space where the actors are you know doing blocking related stuff that you can't see. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so like for the for the audio only segments, yeah. Exactly. Some sometimes there's a lot of, like stuff where the actors are just doing blocking and other actions that you can't really see because it's audio only in the, in some scenes. So right. I did I was able to do some editing at this portion point as well. So, but then the, here comes nice. the fun part. Here comes the fun part when you got to go into you know Sheep Shaver, the your old Mac OS emulator. And uh, copy the files over to a Macintosh uh, simulation, and there's and use the old programs to 
to that for that they used back in the day for the Saturn. You know, I just nice. first first I convert the uh, the AVIs to MOVs. You know, the QuickTime movie mm-hmm. format. And I and that's where you do a lot of like this configuration of like oh the like with the bit rate and right all that and that's a key por- a point because you know the the one x or two x CD ROM drive you know you gotta mm-hmm. make it so it's at a quality and fra- whatever that it can handle. Mm-hmm. So uh, I the. So then you actually, once you have the movie files, the QuickTime videos ready, that's when you use the special pr- proprietary program. I think it's called Movie to Saturn. Yeah, it's like a, a yeah. homebrew tool that the community has developed. Yes. And then once I uh, do that, I am able to uh, take the uh, resulting CPK files, the Cinepak files, and transfer mm-hmm. them back over to the my main Windows environment. And the, for the audio-only files, that's where it, the story ends. But I discovered that the when I do the movie scenes, that they actually become much bigger in size than the original. So I've been making use – in the later versions, I made use of uh, Trekkies Unite's uh, Muxer program to uh, mm. combine the uh, audio from – the version I make and combine it with the video of the original Japanese version in a lot of cases. And somehow nice. that makes it smaller. So was that easy to use? It was pretty easy, except in the early days, there was a problem where, uh, yeah. uh, if, if you tried to do more than one video at a time, it would like yeah. glitch out. So you, you had to like exit, after each one, you had to exit out. I don't know oh. what caused this. It, it might yeah. have been like a problem with my my computer. It could have been a problem with the cache not clearing in the program or whatever. Right. But uh, so I had to like exit out after every single one, and then go back in and do another one, and I had to reload e- the the right folder each time, and it's just like. Ah. But yeah, we got a lot of now. stuff. But yeah, yeah. I think. Uh... That's really cool. I I tried to do that myself when I was working on the Resident Evil uh, thing, trying to get the old tr- cutscenes, but it was just like there was so much work because you had to like go into the files and hex editor itself, mm-hmm. replace the the whole string, and then pad it or make it smaller. It just was hmm. kind of a nightmare to do. And I was like, oh, yeah. I don't think I have time to do all that stuff. But yeah, I'd like in, to go back in, to that eventually. In chat, Momfist is saying uh, that this story reminds him of so much because, of course, he worked on. Uh, bulk slashes uh, video stuff, so that's funny that it's given him flashbacks. <laughs> yeah. Right, and that was just the video and audio bits. I mean, the text mm. was a whole nother beast altogether. Yeah, you had to learn how to do some graphics editing on the Saturn as well, right? Yeah, I mean, luckily, you know, just my standard kind of Photoshop clone, GIMP, and, right. you know, Crystal Tile 2 to convert from, like, the raw data to, you know, BMP, uh, bitmap and, you know, edit those and then re- replace those back in. Right. But even that was, like, a learning process, though. <clears throat> you gotta... So, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I, I was just going to say, you know, even you have to learn how to use Crystal Tile 2 and... Right. And everything, uh, but I think the hardest part in terms of the graphics, though, is definitely what you, Dan Frax, wrote about in your the article, the uh, l- l- goodbye letter you get from oh, your yeah. partner. 
Yeah, you had to, to clear all that Japanese text off of the background by basically redrawing the background as best you could because it's all just one image. It's not like multiple layers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, uh, Nightmare. You're a hero for doing that because I know how hard that could be. Oh, my God. The only part I'm not completely proud of is uh, it, there's like a picture of the guy, your partner, in the background. And his forehead doesn't look quite 100% right, but I did the best I could, and I think it turned out I pretty think, good. Yeah, I think that's something only you're going to notice. I don't think anyone else who wasn't there working at themselves is going to notice there's somewhere out the forehead. So, yeah, I think you well, did a good and job. Then, and, now, and now there's going to, when they're in the game, it's going there's going to be English text over it, so... You know. Right, and that'll that'll mask it too. So in chat, um, Crimson Dragoon has a question for you, Arjack. Um, they said, after finishing JB Herald, are you currently eyeing other Saturn games to translate, or are you going to move on to another system to translate games on, or just take a break? I guess. <laughs> what do you What do you plan to do now? Well, that's a good question. First of all, I think I am going to take a little bit of a break. Yeah, that's uh, understandable. But I have been looking at other potential games to translate, and uh, I have done a little bit of work on hacking uh, the Godzilla real-time strategy game that for hmm. Saturn. Hmm. Oh, that's Neat. cool. Yeah, I know. Didn't Sega publish that game? I couldn't tell you, but I do I know. Think that, I think they may have. I, I think uh -huh. I remember looking at that um, on Sega Retro or something one time. That's cool. You're looking into yeah. that. Uh, I am current. I do need a, a, a translator. Duralumen, unfortunately, was not able to do this project as well. He was super busy with other things, and and he uh, worked on JB Herald with you. Yes, and he did a yeah. great job, and I'm very grateful for all <laughs> nice. the hard work he put in. I mean, he he saved my bacon, as it were. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, because your sister started translating initially, and then she couldn't keep going with it. That's correct. Year. Yeah. Well, if you ever. So. Uh... If you ever want to help me with Resident Evil, I could really use the help trying to <laughs> get that whole process set up. I would love to either like point me in how to like just like was it uh, assembly line do that? That'd oh God, I don't know assembly yet. So that, that's something oh, no, no, I... sorry, assembly line as in get me in an assembly line of doing it, so I don't have to. No. Oh, oh yeah. So, programming. <laughs> yeah, not programming. I can do the pro. Just the the assembly line aspect. A lot of it is just like inserting the. Inserting and padding, but I think the issue is the video encoding is my big stopper. So what what are you doing right now? You're working on the Saturn version of Resident Evil. Yeah. So basically, the, what I want to do is I want to replace all the cutscenes in the ja the original Japanese PS1. You know the the I got a shotgun opening and stuff like that. Yeah. And I want to do all those and all the music from the original first pressing of the game and the uncensored mm. cutscenes in uh, the Resident Evil and the Saturn, which is kind of what I'd like to do. Oh, did, does it rad. have like the director's cut soundtrack? No, it has the original soundtrack. Oh, thank God! <laughs> yeah, no, that's why I think it's kind of cool. It'd be the 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 best version of it. I thought you wanted to do the color version. Uh, honestly, I just want to do the censored, the uncensored version, and the music change is sort of what I want to do. Is just because I want to, because I really like the original, the original opening and closing of that, and just the uncensored video is also to be pretty cool as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I still am just flummoxed how Capcom screwed that up, you know, back in the day. All right, yeah. well, is there anything else you'd like to say about J.B. Harold or say to anybody watching this, RJ? Oh, uh, well, uh, I don't want to go into any details, but have, uh, have, have all three of you uh, tried the game out yet? 
Uh, yeah, I've played some of it. I haven't been able to, uh, you know, get to disc two yet. I played That's the early cool. preview, but I'm Same very here. much wanting to play it in its entirety now. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. have to figure out my satiator. I have to figure out this SD card yeah. issue. And if I have Ooh, to, if I have problem. to pop in like a, a smaller card just to be able to play it as a one-off, I'll do it. But oh, uh, I was getting a little concerned because I came on like, oh, maybe today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah no. the thing that's true to me is that is that it's been harder for me to stream because I have a I have an RPG like right after this and we usually run we usually run a little bit late and by the time it's like it's a, it's gonna be like a like a twenty minute stream then I have to turn it off and it's like eesh. Oh god. Hmm. Can we get going on the news or whatever? No, yeah, we definitely can. And yeah. we could start with this just you know, to reiterate, let's see, I'll bring up the browser we're talking about uh JB Herald here. Except yeah. the browser's not coming up. Blue Chicago Blues. Oh, that's strange. Yeah, the browser's and, and not for anybody up. who wants to try this out for themselves, of course, you can download the patch from the resources area on SegaExtreme.com, which we do link to from our story on Shiro. Yep. So, um, it does also come with see. the patcher utility that you need, which is the version 1.95 Sega Saturn patcher that uh, Knight of Dragon, of course, made. So yes, that's, uh... that, was, that was nice you included that. There we go. Yes. Well, the the problem was is that we were uh, the patcher I was using for earlier versions didn't support a uh, special new addition I've made to uh, uh, in with the old patcher. It would the whole disk image would be all messed up, and the it's weird. I had to uh, basically make the patch in one point nine one, and then include the patcher for one point nine five in order to. Which is the one that actually would patch the game correctly? It was really weird. Mm. I'm sure uh, Knight's working on a a version that's gonna just work for all uses for everybody. <laughs> I yeah. know he's been a little little uh, busy with some other things, like with the uh, Saturn Netlink stuff. Fair enough. But uh, oh yeah, I see the I see the images that you uh, you wow you had to like Photoshop all of that out like in between. And like kind oh, of yeah. Uh, yeah, that's oh, crazy. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. in with warp and redrew every little bit of the background. That yeah, yeah. Wild. I can oh, see geez. that. I it's it's a face that is crazy that you were able to do that. I mean, the the other thing, there's a lot of solid color and gradient there that you were able yeah. to kind of yeah. But the face, man, I understand the difficulty there. That's crazy. But I mean, you know, I, I can my hats many, off many, to many you for doing magic it. Magic erase tool and erasing, <laughs> right? And then and then color matching. I, I'm having an anxiety attack just thinking about that. I just yeah, exactly. That. When I made that background for the uh, when I made the background for the micro, Microsoft Bimbos thing, yeah, that was a lot of that, and that was a drawing, and that was a little bit easier. I couldn't imagine doing it for all of that. Oh my god, it's kind of crazy that they would bake that in, like that they would bake the text in like that to the image. But and, I, and I could not find a blank version right. in any of the upper I- anywhere. So I, I that I I was kind of pulled, pushed into a corner to do what I did, but mm-hmm. I think it turned out pretty good. I and mean, like you said, when you put the no, English yeah. text on top, most people aren't even going to notice because uh, yeah. that you know it's going to be obscured. But yeah, one no. thing that I one thing that I don't know if I mentioned during the uh, this. When I was doing this, that I mentioned in Discord, I don't know if I mentioned this, but uh, uh, there are depending on what there are two endings, 
and depending on what ending you get, the letter changes. And uh, mm. the the one thing that really helped me get the face right was the fact that uh, on the I'll just call it bad ending letter, uh, a lot of the face was uncovered. Oh, okay. And, no. and so you're like able, copy. Good. There you go. Yeah, Transpose it. Yeah, bits nice. of pixel and oh. Yeah. You do you do what you got to do, right? Right. Yeah, that, that helped me have enough to work off of for doing the rest that I could by hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I could see the easy part would be the the building on the left with the the oh, black yeah. on that. Yeah, yeah that part yeah, is the right. easiest part, and then the rest, the once mm -hmm. you get to the face and the sky, it's like, oh my god. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you can see there's like multiple layers of like stuff going on. You got the city background. You got your partner. You got a letter and pin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, kudos. Respect. Yep. For sure. Thank and you. folks should definitely go check this game out if you haven't. If you are, you know, interested in uh, new translation projects, this is an awesome one. Uh, definitely, it was. It's cool to see that they, you know, brought a bunch of PC uh, ports to the Saturn in Japan. Uh, certainly, I, some of them I think would have done well over here. Uh, all things considered, you know, uh, consider this nothing really did well <laughs> over here, but I think, relatively I think a lot of, well. yeah, relative, relatively speaking, I think that there are quite a few uh, of those PC ports that I just go like, so you didn't release this, but you released, you know, Mr. Bones or something, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, uh, Mr. Bones is the correct choice. Right. My only regret is that uh, I was hoping to also do the 3DO version, but uh, mm, and yeah. maybe some other versions. But I was I, I went, my initial attempts to edit the 3DO version just I couldn't get very yeah. far. Yeah. Because I mean the I mean it's it's an even more niche system, so For you sure. know it's uh, so it, the tools aren't quite on the level that I need yeah. to properly edit the, that version, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad saying that because I did kind of initially start by trying to translate that version and uh, kind of in desperation moved over to the Saturn version. Not knocking the Saturn, I just right. obviously... I just, I'll knock the Saturn. Hey, I mean, you know, we benefit, right, from the 3DO yeah. being too hard we're, for you. <laughs> we're glad you moved over yeah. to the Saturn. Exactly. In any case, you know, we, we, there's a, a version of the game in full English that is affordable now, yeah. I, I think. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. but uh, yeah, you don't have uh, to yeah, get a laser yeah. active, right? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I think I, honestly, I think that's that's worth the price. You know, a thousand, a couple thousand dollar machine and a probably a thousand dollar game. That's worth. And a thousand dollar for the little add-on you need to play it. Right. Exactly. You need good, an add-on. prices, brother. Oh, the laser active is insane. It is. I mean, I feel bad because I really want it to be emulated because. But it's funny after I, uh, you know, there's always some people who, you know, you've, you're happy you finished a project, and then there's always so someone. I'm not going to name names, but I know exactly you know, what you mean. <laughs> but, but you know, um, the moment I release it, someone's like, "Oh, are you going to do Manhattan Requiem too? The other FMV yeah. here game?" And I'm just like, "Oh, uh, God, you need a you need a breather." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'd they love to come back to JB Herald at some point, but. Yeah, uh, that is sometime down the road, maybe. It also yeah. just depends on each, no. each game. It just depends on what it entails, right? You know, this one, yeah. you were lucky enough 
I mean, it still was a lot of hard work, but you were lucky enough to have it be manageable enough, you know, on the Saturn, you know, yeah. where, where you could yeah. actually do it, you know? So yeah, that's the, the thing. The, the real I, I would have loved to have done Manhattan Requiem. The problem is there's only uh, the, the, uh, the version that people are probably interested in, the FMV remake. I think it only came out on Laser Active. I, I don't think it came out on any other platforms that would facilitate a port, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Well, I tell you one thing. Everybody is, I'm, I've been hearing a lot of talk about plumbers don't wear ties. Yeah, <laughs> limited, run is, limited run is re-releasing plumbers yeah, don't wear ties. I guarantee, I guarantee you that this game is going to be a better experience. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting that limited run promised, you know, a, uh, the, an, an English CD of Rondo of blood. I'm still, that was like a couple of years ago. I'm still <laughs> waiting for an update on that. Hmm. Luckily they didn't put it on for pre-orders. That would be kind of suck if you had to wait for those. Oh man. Uh, I mean, the, I mean, yeah, but I have, they haven't even updated since on after their <laughs> announcement, which just like, that was like two years ago. It was like 2021. And right. Mm -hmm. I think they announced that, that, like that. The, e, the E3 event they had. Yeah. I swear they didn't, they announce something else. That was like a reprint as well that they're coming out with. I don't remember. I was I was waiting for the news on on Rondo of Blood. And it's like they. Uh. I'm excited for Trip, Trip World personally. I want that to come out soon. Oh yeah, oh, that yeah, and RZ. Right. But I, I'm yeah I'm I'm biased though so. <laughs> so RZ uh, definitely I want definitely want R, want to play RZ legit though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I want to definitely support projects like that. Um, Trip World again, like because of all the cool stuff that they've done to it, it looks great. Um, but plumbers don't wear ties is like, that's, you know, meme culture and YouTube culture. Yeah. It's like an ABGN thing. <laughs> you know? And I mean, you know, yeah. the, the thing is at the end of the day, the, the argument, I'm not for it or against it. I'm not bashing uh limited run or anything like that. They're saying, Oh, you know, we have to give people a reason to try to like play this terribly bad game. Well, how about the fact that it's going to be incredibly rare and valuable because <laughs> you're only going to print so many of them, right? You know, I right. mean, it's going to anybody who buys that is going to have a little nest egg there because I'm pretty sure that it's not going to be, you know, it's going to be just as rare as the originals, right? There's only going to be so many of them. Buy them, but you can yeah. buy the, I think the worst thing is that it's coming out with a vinyl soundtrack too. Oh my God. Oh, I'm not even Are they going to do a skate deck too? They like well, making skate decks of anything, their games. This, I mean, LRG. I think, I feel like this is proof that anything can happen. So I'm just, yeah. I'm just going to hope that that means that, you know, maybe there's a future where, where we'll get something like top skater in a console on, on, on the switch or something like that, you know, or where we'll get, yeah. uh, I don't know if if plumbers don't wear ties can come out, then I feel like almost anything can happen. You know. Listen, I, I, I straight up, I want Hong Kong '97 on on the SNES. Hong Make Kong it happen, LRG. Yeah. I want the, a vinyl single for uh, that song, and I want a physical release of Hong Kong '97. Make it happen. I would like the Famicom Detective Club series uh, translated in English and released on the Switch. That would yeah, be amazing. I thought, they, they did, did a remake. Of them. remake. Did, did, they do, of them. did they do the Super Famicom Detective Club? Uh, there For was Switch? a fan uh, remake. Uh, there was a fan translation of the one, uh, the version of two on Super Famicom, and they re and Nintendo themselves translated the Switch remakes that came out not too long ago. Oh, okay, okay. Was well, there maybe... a physical release of that one though? 
That's what I'm Sorry? hoping. No, they're oh, no, just on the eShop. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. I was just hoping that like Limited Run would pick that up or somebody would pick, oh, would God, do that, like a oh, physical. I don't think they'd ever do a Nintendo. Oh yeah, that's true. It's game. Nintendo. Yeah. If that's, yeah. If that's... Uh, if if ever there was a game company that was like the spoiled rotten brat, no, they're my toys and you can't play with right. them. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the only reason why we got Mother One and Two on vinyl, it, the soundtrack is because it's technically a Sony-owned soundtrack. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, that's really the only reason why that, those two released on vinyl. But those are really the uh, only two official Nintendo ones, bar promo stuff like uh, the Splatoon Two OST, the Splatoon Two soundtrack. Uh, on vinyl that oh no there was an Animal Crossing one they did a Animal Crossing with KK Slider songs fun fact I forgot <laughs> about that so technically that's the official first release is Tell Your Mother 2 then uh, Animal Crossing with KK Slider songs but okay. uh, just some fun facts on that but speaking of fun yeah, facts I do really want to I do really want <laughs> do, 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 do. physical we have something to talk about we, our boy Panda is releasing a excellent video this yes. Saturday, this Saturn day. You guys have day. to tune Tomorrow. in. It, it will be a live stream or it will be a live premiere. So he'll yeah. be in the chat and you guys can chat while you watch. And uh, it is epic. I watched it twice. It was worth it. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually did too. I, I, I tell you, I listened to it on the way home. I was, I had a big drive to Phoenix. So I just like put it on the background. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good listen if you just want to listen to it. And, they are just amazing. And it's just, it, it's not like I, like we've been living this info for like the last several weeks and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it was really just reiterating everything that I've already, but the fact yeah. that he did such a great job crystallizing it, you know, like this, mm -hmm. this would be definitely a go-to. Yeah, this is this is like a go-to video for you guys to basically take you through the the sprawling epic and kind of crystallize all the facts into a very digestible uh, uh, mini documentary. Uh, it's it's excellent, and you guys definitely Mike need Garcia. to check it out. Mark Mike Garcia has two hour plus documentary. No, it's it's uh, only about it? an hour long. Like Sorry an hour long. To disappoint. Yeah, yeah, it's about an hour. <laughs> I wish it was two hours long. I could watch. You know, like <laughs> I, yeah, I, 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 of course, Patreon uh, patrons have already had access to it all week, so they've yeah. gotten to check it out early. So you can, like I said, uh, I watched it twice. So I mean, it was yeah. yeah. I mean, if you guys want to watch uh, it right now, you could back some Patreon at the three dollar up level yep. and get access. Uh, yeah, this is true. Directly. Or Panda directly. Or Panda, yeah, yep. he has a Patreon too. Yes, Either he does. One, I mean, we're not we're not going to tell you who to pick, but if you could do both, I would say do that. Yeah, <laughs> but, the, but definitely there. be there on set. Be there tomorrow uh, for mm. the live stream at what was it? 11, ten or eleven? I should say. Uh, Let's it's, see here. It's in six. It says it's in sixteen hours, so it's at eight a.m. my time, eight a.m. Uh, Arizona, eight a.m. So, Arizona. So, so that would probably be eleven a.m. Eastern. 11, yeah, Eastern. eleven Eastern. Okay, that that is what he said. I remembered it was eleven a.m., but I couldn't remember uh, what time zone. So it's eleven a.m. Eastern. A.m. Somewhere in the world, Dave. It's <laughs> eleven a.m. Somewhere. Get my beer. Um. <laughs> R.I.P. But seriously, definitely check it out. Um. You know, I did. You guys, you guys watched it, right, Dan? You watched it. Yeah. Pat, you watched it. Oh, yeah. Anything? Yeah, I said I watched it twice. Any closing remarks or anything you want to say about it before we like move on to the next um, item? Honest, honestly, uh, uh, this is. I guess it's kind of criticism, but I like it. But if you already watched, no, like been following all of us on all the 
the the Sega 1997 documents. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of more of a of a nutshell of it, like a lot nutshell. There's some new details here and there, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's pretty much what we all covered throughout the right. Yeah, if you don't like to read, if you don't like to read. Well, then I mean, we, we, also, and... we also covered it like on the audio and stuff too. But right. like I said, I'm yeah. not I'm not knocking it, but I like it. Like I just don't want people to be disappointed. Like, oh, well, we already heard this already. It's like, right. yeah, it's a fun document. Yeah, it's, it's... it's a great nutshell if you haven't don't know anything it... about it. Yeah, it's okay. a good digest of the stuff we learned that we mm-hmm. covered a couple of months ago from those fiscal year leaked documents. So, uh, but I mean, of course, Panda always does a great job with his presentation and the way he All organizes the extra information. Visual, um, yeah, yeah, with his visuals and stuff. So it still is a fun watch, and you know, at the very least, it kind of nails down some of those details in your head because it has been a couple of months since what it, it first does, came out so. yeah what i think it does add is a little bit more in the way of context you know he of course plug yeah. he, he, he uses that sega test video that it has been you know used in several of his videos but and he, he uses irimajiri's Irim- uh, recently unearthed interview right, they, uh, for some extra context as well which is good yeah and that so the arima jerry stuff is is not something that he would have done in his original stream where he went through the document so yeah the arima right. jerry stuff is great and then there's also new. extra context from the md shock interviews like the stuff from um david rosen was in there uh, a few comments from uh the the cfo were in there and then also uh, what was it? Uh, even an article from the kid, uh, from this guy recently who posted about working at uh, Babbage's during the launches of the Saturn and the Dreamcast and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. That was in there. So there's a bunch of extra little content in there that kind of help paint a broader picture of everything. I, I, I definitely feel like uh, this is the best format for you guys to get this story if you haven't consumed it yet or if you haven't been following us. Or if, or you, if, if it's, you just want to innovate and hear somebody yeah. else's opinion, because it's it's also a lot of uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of fit with his opinion, but it's more of a mm-hmm. it's more open. But there's still some interesting opinion stuffs in there, which I like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like getting another, but yeah, it's it's a really nice, really nice digestible story. I hopefully I didn't sound like I was knocking it. I'm just saying that if you no, not have at all. heard it, it might not be the most exhilarating, revelating story, but it's still a good watch. I'd watch it just for the entertainment value alone. If you, right, it's like this, heard it before, it's the but, same information repackaged is basically yeah. what it is. Yeah, but I mean, I, to be fair, let's come from the guy that watched my life in gaming uh, videos over and over and over again, even though it's the same thing. So. I can't really be judging. I, I like that stuff, so does it bother me? But some people it bothers. I don't know why. It's kind of weird. But mm. Rainbow Cotton is getting an HD remaster in 2024. This is yeah, significant. This our, our favorite willow eating witch. Yes, oh, it's definitely your favorite game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, cute. And uh, yeah. someone we know is so involved in this, right? Yeah, was it Taylor? Uh, maybe. Uh, the uh, well, it's, it's one guy. I forgot what his name is on. The, who was on the the twi- Andreas Scholl. Andreas Scholl. Yeah, Andreas Scholl. That's the person that we're talking about. That, and this uh, was the person who was working on like the Burning Rangers HD thing, right? Yeah. Am I am I getting that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you got it right. Uh, yeah. 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 He did. He he uh kind of ported uh Burning Rangers to the PC using Unity. He kind of right. like, recreated the game, but and then but then he uses all of the original art and audio assets so like he puts out his unity code and then you have to kind of patch it with your all with the the copy of 
Burning Rangers or the Saturn that you should already own to right. get those art and audio assets. And then you can play it uh, sort of in HD-ish on right. your computer, uh, on your which computer. is super cool. So yeah, he, so yeah, that was Andreas Scholl. He worked on that. But not the whole game. It was like a, it was like kind of like a half-done fan project kind of thing, proof of concept thing, I think. Did, but this did is... Andreas say what he worked on for this project, or is it still... <clears throat> that I wasn't clear on. on this sort of thing. I think he said something about porting it. So I think he has worked on actually porting it to modern consoles, which I, I believe they announced that it's coming to, uh, was it the Xbox, the PS4, the PS5, the Switch, and to Steam. So all of the modern consoles. <laughs> yeah, and with this one, I think besides the, the Neo Geo Pocket game, all the cotton games are accessible accessible mm -hmm. on like new platforms and Which playable in cool. English. Well, actually, yeah, not of English. course. I don't think uh, I don't think Cotton Two and Cotton uh, Boomerang are in English, but still accessible no. to people. Yeah, they're they're at least accessible on modern consoles. You can buy them for you know an affordable amount of money. Um, uh, digitally, uh, they were released physically through Strictly Limited. Strictly Limited, I think, is going to do another. I think they did tweet out they're going to do something for Rainbow Cotton as well, but they haven't said what yet. There'll probably oh be a collector's edition with stuff, and then I just can't wait a to wait half a year edition. for that. Uh, yeah, or more. They they take their time with the manufacturing, but when they do come through, it is a lot of cool stuff. I've gotten. And, and, and it's all good quality that you've gotten. Nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. No. And you know what? Most importantly of all, no burger crumbs. No burger and crumbs. Strictly, <laughs> yeah. Strictly limited releases. I am very happy. There are yeah. no bonus burger crumbs like in a certain other company's uh, Shantae game that they sent me. I mean, at um, least yeah, you know so, it's people that, packing your stuff that, up, right? Yeah. At least you know people, it's humans, not robots. <laughs> And they're well fed. <laughs> and they're well fed. So that's fed. good too. I'm, I'm happy for them. Packing it on their lunch break, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it fell out of somebody's beard. I don't know. Oh my god! Why is somebody? Why is somebody down down? Why is uh, Martin? Why are you downvoting uh, lazy game reviews? I, really <laughs> I know. Like, seriously. I really like stuff. Don't be hating lazy game reviews. <laughs> Clint is okay. one of my favorites. So, I'm, I'm playing, uh, I know what you meant, but I'll, still. I'll point out that uh, Rainbow Cotton was originally a Dreamcast game that came out in the year 2000, only came out in Japan, um, and it's kind of a behind-the-back view game, kind of like the uh, Mega Drive Genesis game Panorama Cotton, um, or, you know, plays like Space Harrier, essentially. Um, uh, of or course, Star it's Fox, not quite as... Or Star uh, Fox, yeah. Rainbow Cotton's a little slower than that. It's a little more, um, yeah. takes its time. Um, but uh, now, infamously, Rainbow Cotton uh, had this weird snapback mechanic where um, as soon as you <laughs> let go of the analog stick, Cotton will snap back to the center of the screen and um, as you're kind of fighting with her. Um, and yeah. they have mentioned that uh, with this modern release that they're going to do something about that. So that's cool. Um, hmm. That. Besides the fact that this game will now be accessible and affordable, um, and they have announced they're going to be an English localization with it, uh, it also, you know, is going to fix gameplay issues. Did they announce about issues. that? Or... I tried to look yeah, at it. Did. All I said is full localization. Is there like a... Yeah, like... yeah, they said full localization of cutscenes. So, you know, that means, I guess, uh, I'm, I'm guessing it means English, but it could mean other languages too. Uh, they haven't really given many details on that yet, but uh, yeah, it's just supposed they, to come out in spring. They do with the, the, the fan translation, just add the, the subtitles in the video. It's not that hard. Yeah. Like, it took me, like, it actually took me a couple of weeks, but I got them all in, guys. I got it all in. You, you guys can enjoy <laughs> Rainbow Cotton in English on the Dreamcast. I did it. I did That's it. true. Right. There is a fan translation patch. That somebody might have worked on that we know, maybe. 
Maybe, maybe two of us on camera right now. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you worked on that. I forgot about that. Yeah, I, Sorry, I Dan. did. I, I edited. Right <laughs> That's okay. Right underneath the tracks you go. Yeah. No, I, I edited the script and worked on um, the actual timings for when the different parts of the script should appear on screen and how long they should stay on screen before switching to the next bit of the script. Um, we actually, I found a like tool uh, online that the BBC uses to um, determine how long a particular piece of text should stay on screen, a subtitle, uh, depending on how long it is. Um, I guess there's kind of a calculation on how long the average human needs to read a certain amount of text. Um, and so they, they kind of calculate that for you. So yeah, we use that with that um, English, uh, that fan localization. So that was really weird. helpful. I, I, just, I just eye it. So like when I did, uh, I worked on another project afterwards uh, that, and I did that and I usually just eye it to like, oh, even if, if it's like Japanese, I make sure to have it so I can read it. But I, I just use, I, I, I eyeballed it though. So I'm curious, is this, um, is this a, like a, uh, what would you call it? Like, is this a port of the Dreamcast code or is this like a remake? Cause I noticed I it's, it's, I think it's, it's a port. It looks like it's the same graphics okay. and stuff. Yeah, because it's Inin, right? Inin games, and yeah, they're the same Inin ones games. that they're the same ones that did Air Twister, uh, which is like the Yu Suzuki. Yeah, and Inin games is like just a different label for strictly limited games. Oh, okay, by the way. okay. It's all the same. Oh, company. is that right? Oh, okay, all right. Yep. Well, I just threw them. So there's probably the no. Right now. Sorry about that. And then pretend you didn't hear me say that earlier. Don't look at the video. Before. We all have friendly criticisms of our favorite uh, limited release companies. Mm. Well, Sorry it's like, uh, it's kind of like... Uh, What's the Missy Elliott? It's reverse it and turn it around or whatever. Somebody get the... I, don't, I have no idea. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> the Missy Elliott song. I forgot the name. It's like reverse it, yeah. turn it around or something like that. I don't know. I'll look it up. I mean, uh, sooner... Before before too long, it's going to be these companies that we're going to have to go to to get physical releases, I'm afraid. Because I've been going to, like, Target and Walmart recently, and I just see mm -hmm. fewer and fewer, like, physical oh, Switch games. And more and more of the little plastic cards that you pay the exact mm. same price for as a physical yeah. release, you know? So now, And not just the Switch, the PS4, the PS5, <laughs> the Xbox, you mm -hmm. know, you walk through those aisles at Target or whatever, and it's half of them are just empty, mm -hmm. you know, the slots where they're supposed to be games. It's really I frustrating. It's a, got sad to see. I wonder if there's a manufacturing lag on there for something. Uh, no, I think that publishers are just printing fewer pub, um, physical games because, they, I mean, yeah. it costs them more. They have a higher margin if you buy it digitally, and more people are buying games digitally. Yeah. Um, it's the, it's so. the process of sweeping it, sweeping physical games under the rug, basically. Yeah. They, they want it. They want to move. This is quote-unquote progress, you know? And, I mean, yeah. Tom, Tom Kalinske's email was prophetic, you know, the one that he sent back in 96 about retailer, physical retailers needing to get better margins. You know, they were getting what six percent, six percent on uh, on a Saturn or on Saturn games, and it was like not that much incentive for brick and mortar stores to sell video games. Uh, and yeah. and so now it's like that card you go in there and you pay fifty nine ninety nine for like a, a Switch game, and you're getting just like a little plastic card that you're turning in for a for a you know a download, 
they're they're making a ton of profit like their their profit margin is much much bigger you know and and yeah. the it's like they the 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 retail stores and nintendo are just laughing their way to the bank because they're like this is great people are still buying it you know and mm. uh, and we don't have to publish anything we just print these little business cards we print these little cards you know it's sad yeah. to me though as a retro gamer like as a classic game you know gamer Classic I, gamer certified baby to see to f- see physical games go away like that like i don't know yeah. it's it's, it's I, a sadness it nothing and, we can and, do and it's like, nothing we can do you know I mean, yeah i think and, and, gaming especially has already gone to just mostly completely digital because you know i think that's the one that's like furthest along and all that mm-hmm. into, yeah down the black hole as it were yeah no and i think that uh with i think maybe i'm a little bit harder on these manufacturers that take a while because it's like they're probably pushed to the side for the small runs that the other companies do so mm-hmm. i guess the year wait is probably you know the new norm unfortunately not and i don't think a lot of it has to do with all of these companies that like publish them because mm-hmm. i know even people get limited run games a hard time but it's like you know they're only printing like a thousand or so copies of the games versus the tens of thousands that some of these other big ones are and it's like obviously mm-hmm. you get pushed to the front compared to you know yeah. these other ones so I, I i guess it's kind of a sadness really but i mean it's the way wow. it is the variety is not going to be there it's mostly the that's why you only see a couple of games probably it's like they're printing out a thousand copies of these these big uh triple a games but it's like the smaller ones just have to kind of wait their turn i suppose yeah uh i've been uh waiting for my zx spectrum next to finally ship i don't know if uh, this is a whole nother thing but there was a this kickstarter for this basically an upgraded version of uh, the old british computer and uh mm-hmm. the, the first run was had some issues and they but they got it all sorted out and got it all out but then oh boy i thought oh i want one of those for, so when they do the second run and the second run has a whole new set of problems with just First, you know, COVID, then the chip shortage, then the the chip that the FPGA they used got discontinued, yeah. and they had to completely yeah. redesign the board. It was just mm. a mess. But Jeez. I think that, but yeah, that was like the biggest nightmare uh, that I've uh, that might have still have a happy ending <laughs> mm-hmm. because uh, they're they're they've got they think they finally got everything figured out and they're finally going to uh, you know hopefully ship this winter or something fall or winter. Yeah. Well, so yeah, I've been waiting for two years. It better come soon. I mean, I understand. Uh, I understand the gripes that people have with companies like LRG, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that I think the biggest thing is they just they need to be able to be big enough to be able to serve everyone, you know, instead of just, right. well, I mean, it's in their name limited run. Right. You know, but I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's the thing is I feel, I feel like a lot of gamers our age want them to be broader run. You know, we want, we want them right. to be able to do larger runs that serve all of us instead of just a small segment of the community. Cause there's a lot of us that will, will, we're going to have no choice, but to turn to companies like this for physical releases, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't want to see the future of, of physical games just be like these really small limited runs, you know, where you, they just yeah, can't yeah. accommodate the demand, you know, or don't want to accommodate yeah. the, see, I don't know how much of it is malicious. I don't know that it's really malicious. It could have something I don't to think do. Any of it's malicious. Yeah. A lot of it's just like, you know, like, I don't think they're allowed to say, Oh, we're just going to print a limited quantity so that, you know, it's, 
because they could they could make more money. They're not going to make money on the resales, right? You know, they they yeah. could make more money right now if they if they made more of them. But maybe they're not in a position well, to be able to do that. I don't know. Here's the thing with limited run <laughs> with a lot of their games now. Uh, I think probably all of them, as far as I know, they don't just say, well, we're only doing 2,000 copies and that's it. Once it's sold out, sold out. Right. They do open pre-orders for a month. Right. And they take all the all the pre-orders that people want to throw at them and then they close it after that month and they so they meet the demand that they get within that month. Okay. Um, I think they actually have to print more than that, like they have to round up to the next 1,000. So they end up having extras, which mm -hmm. they sell at conventions, and I think they have a real store. And they store have a store, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh -huh. that sort yeah. of thing, and they'll, they'll put them in mystery sales. So like, uh, they they do print what now, strictly limited, on the other hand, is what uh, they do what Limited Run used to do, where they mm -hmm. put up their store page for a game and they say, okay, we're only printing 1,500 copies of this, and that's mm -hmm. it, once it's sold out, it's sold out. Right. Now, I don't know if it's a, a case of strictly limited, making games that fewer people are interested in or if they just uh aren't as well known and don't market themselves as well but like a lot of their games take a long time to sell out even though they're only doing 1500 2000 copies mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. so i don't know it could be a huge thing too genesis library i tell you i love the fact that like square squaresoft they uh well, with Square Enix right now, um, that they do yeah. reprints of their games, you know, and you can go onto their site and you can actually buy reprints of DS games and reprints of 3DS games. That is pretty crazy. I, I think it's wonderful. I think it's great because, you know, it oh, helps. Oh, sure, it's cool. It it's helps. just surprising. Yeah, it is surprising, but it's an excellent practice that, you know, yeah, it's yeah. true you may not be getting, like, the first edition or whatever, and then it's more like books, you know, like you have the first editions and then you have the second editions. But either way... <laughs> If you want to go buy a physical uh, edition of a game, there's a good chance that you can, you know, if it, if it's mm -hmm. one from them. And I think that companies that, I mean, magazines, a lot of times magazines would do, you know, back issues and stuff uh, of certain uh, issues and stuff like that. I mean, I think that it's, I think that it's something that moving forward, companies like Limited Run are going to have to uh, evolve. Consider. You know, they might evolve, yeah. you know, because time changes, things change. <laughs> Uh, the industry changes. I yeah. mean, maybe they evolve as well and and uh, and are well, I mean, able. If you to... think about, they they've released multiple the same game on multiple platforms before in different waves. Yeah, I yeah. know they must have released Shantae a couple times. A oh, couple more than a couple. <laughs> yeah, like Shantae's the, the different Shantae versions. So. Every other month. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, like like they they will still re re still reprint games and print mm -hmm. them out with new versions of it. Just like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think you're gonna see another Shantae. Uh, on the PS Vita again, if they can even do that anymore. Like Mar uh, no, yeah, see, that's <laughs> the thing. With certain consoles that have, like, proprietary media, mm -hmm. those have gotten shut down. You can't print more games for them. Uh, the Vita is one of them. The Wii U, you can't print more games for that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. The Whatever factory was doing that slightly proprietary uh, Blu-ray disc for Nintendo, that shut down. Right. So, yeah, but it's like when something's a little more basic, I suppose. Well, I, I mean, they must still have DS uh, factories, surprisingly, yeah. if they're yeah, doing reprints of those. A, a, company like, a company like Square PS4. Enix, and a company like Square Enix is big enough that I believe they did a lot of their own publishing in-house, right? You know, so they, <clears> even, even DS games, they had the ability to manufacture DS games. Um, oh. And and like Martin is saying, you can even buy new copies of Final Fantasy VII on the PS One. 
that's a great example of a company that knows yeah, their market. They know their market. They're like, we know that this game is hot shit and that people mm -hmm. still want to play it on the original platform and that they will buy it from us and we can still make money on this versus them going to some reseller on eBay. I mean, I think that's amazing, and I think more companies, at least, you know, that have libraries like like Konami and Capcom should do the same thing, you know. And where, Sega. And Sega, you know, of course. You know? But, of course, like, Sega is not crap. Sega. Sega is, you know, Sega's Sammy Holdings, you know. It's just, you know, it's a, Capcom's a little bit more in control of their, of their you know, faculties, their, I think, right now. Do, yeah, yeah, what they're, do, what they're yeah. doing, you know, because they're not just, like, owned by a holdings company but yeah so i don't know yeah like i'm on their store right now you could right now if you wanted you could buy final fantasy 12 10 x2 uh final fantasy xx2 remaster and the final fantasy crystal chronicles ring of fate on the ps2 ps3 and ds can right you get now dragon you quest 8 hmm. on the ps2 dragon quest 8 on ps2 i'm not seeing it on the actually let me look on the store because like i'm in their store right now uh, oh, you can do PSP. I'll do I'll do the retro console. See what we got. So PS2, oh. PS3, uh, DS. Mm -hmm. So what you can get is you can get the Lord of Arcana, Kingdom Hearts 2, Final Fantasy 12, Final Fantasy XX2, Final Fantasy X, and then X2 Greatest Hits. And then yeah. that's all I'm seeing on the store right now for that's uh, retro cool. games. But the fact that you could buy them is kind of insane. Yeah, directly. Yeah. I mean, and that what better way to like give the company that made it your money you know right uh, that's yeah yeah so anyway i i hope you know i hope that uh more companies will do that and you know best best wishes to lrg and other companies like them i don't actually have i know there's a lot of like drama and ill will there i just think that you know they're they got to carry the torch for physical games because obviously like i'm just starting to see them disappear from target and from walmart yeah. and from other retailers like i'm just they're just disappearing off the shelf and instead in their place is just a little card that says no physical stock and and, and if you ask a, a sales clerk they'll be like here here here's a little card take this you know <laughs> pay full price yeah. for this you I know mean, Sega's even uh, not even releasing uh the new like a dragon game uh physically in yeah. north america it's physical mm -hmm, really. elsewhere i think europe and and mm -hmm. certainly in japan and asia but yeah north america like a dragon gaiden is digital only which digital uh, only. just infuriates me so i'm like i'm gonna have to import that from hong kong to have a physical copy of that with english it shouldn't be the case you know mm -hmm. i i would love to give my money to sega of america but they don't want it apparently it's like, so like it's this, th this thing that you love so much right you know it's a game series yeah. it's a franchise that you love so much you want to have something fit some physical representation of it that's number one number two just for game preservation you know like we know right. that that a digital format is not a sure thing it never is yeah. it's all just dependent on their servers you know and of course those servers are expensive to run you know um it, it it that 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 just makes me sad really and of course it is going to fall on some you know it's going to fall on the fans some company you know small company to make it happen but anyway yeah. i'm just the old man yelling at the sky at this point <laughs> I'm sure uh, should, should we uh should yeah. we move on to our best of saturn don't for this week? you guys fans oh, yeah, of don't Pachi. Pachi. i mean this, so this game is game called don Pachi. uh uh probably Have no one's really ever heard of it no, I'm like I'm a big fan of this original one too. Like Dodonpach is great, uh, and it is an improvement. But I I really do like the original Dodonpach, and and it's great on Saturn as well. 
It's really beautiful. In all of its Tate glory. <laughs> right? Or, I don't... or as GameStack says, Tate mode. Tate, tate mode. Yeah. Tate mode. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> <laughs> that always sounds like taint to me, but anyway, <laughs> please. <laughs> yes, let, let's play the taint mode of uh, the taint of, uh, mode. of uh, Battle Grega. I'm sorry, no, the taint mode of uh, too gexy for this. Let's let's three. play the taint mode of uh, of uh, was it Game Paradise? Game Two. Who's gonna taint? Gex oh, no, should Steam have Heart. a taint mode. <laughs> no, Dave, we should play the taint mode of Steam Heart. I've so actually saw fun. somebody. I saw someone on on Twitter call it like side sideways TV mode. <laughs> And I was like, that's pretty base. Like, I'm like, sure. hey, you know, so yeah, sideways TV mode. But, uh, <laughs> Tater's but gonna take anyway. do you guys have any, any takes on this? It's cave, you know, and of course doing what they do best cave actually made, they made a snowboarding game on Saturn. They made a, uh, they made a noodle delivery game on Saturn, but what <laughs> they did best life, was baby. they made shmups and they made some really good shmups cave. Yeah, shmups. Well, and this was the, uh, was this the first like bullet hell shooter or or just one of the first? Do you call Don I mean, a bullet hell? I mean Peter calls it a bullet hell in his write up. I, I mean the roots you can see the roots of bullet hell shooters in earlier games like Total shooters, but I think, I think uh Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, Battle Garaga is a is it like I would call that a quote unquote bullet hell because there's a ton of bullets and you can hardly see them, you can hardly make them mm -hmm. out against the backdrop, and that kind of is hell for for you know there's a lot of it and the your your hitboxes uh, or, or the patterns that you have to go through to avoid them that would be closer to bullet hell. I don't really consider this a bullet hell because look at look at what's on the screen here and you have like these really powerful. Uh, you know, screen clearing weapons and stuff like that. I I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, the, the... honestly, it's it's interesting. I think uh, I think there's a lot of like quote unquote bullet holes, but I think the funniest example of one that's actually so much of a bullet hole that's its own genre is the uh, is the Toho games. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah, because yeah, it's just like back it's like to the Toho games. <laughs> it I'm, all I'm comes just, back to Toho. But still, I just think it's funny when people talk about bullet holes. You don't see it listed, but it's like. It's weird how separate it is from like other bullet bullet hell games because it's a maybe it's like derogatory because of the fan base is not really that uh, a little that unsavory, good. little unsavory fan base and it's and also what was that RJ? I believe the term you're looking for is cultured. Oh, cultured, yeah, and I don't, yeah, I don't think a lot of the fans that actually like to like enjoy the fandom do play the games not not trying to like call them out but i think they're like legit there's a lot of people that just like it for the waifus mm. which i they just like the fan art <laughs> yeah i understand that like i i don't i'm not judging anybody but i think that's what separates it why i think there's a giant gap between that but that, sorry about that tangent but i guess going back to it okay. i i do think that i i don't know like bull hell's kind of it's a hard term like yeah like, like ibarra yeah, yeah. Borrow is a good call. I don't Batsu uh, Batsugan is kind of more demanding than Donpach. Donpach. I feel like Donpach is pretty simple, and a lot of the cave shooters were pretty, pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. You know that. Yeah, maybe there was a lot of action on screen. They definitely had a high refresh rate, 
and uh or high frame rate and lots going on lots of action and stuff like that but mm-hmm. um but i don't necessarily feel like they were unfair or anything like that i feel like you could i do a lot better well, at I mean, Dawn Punch. a bullet hell shooter isn't necessarily unfair either i think what really makes a bullet hell shooter a bullet hell shooter is that it's kind of less about dodging individual bullets and and you know uh, responding <laughs> to incoming enemy formations and more navigating pattern, the, the precise uh, way yeah the pattern of bullets like mm-hmm. the, the the bullets are almost like a, a a level you know almost like a top down exactly you know maze that you have to make your way through that is constantly moving and will kill you if you hit the wall and the wall exactly. is a bullet and, and it's more emphasis on the patterns than the actual the actual yeah. like bullet like bullet like in the, the shooting because like, yeah, yeah the shooting's almost incidental yeah. Exactly. So I think that's what a big difference between the two are. And I, I guess with that definition, I don't think Don Pachi or Don Pachi even mm-hmm. reaches that. But I think once you get to the stuff like, you know, uh, like, you know, uh, Battle Grega or stuff like, uh, stuff like, I don't, I don't know if Rated Silvergood had it as much as like stuff like, uh, I don't know. I think the Bullet Hell stuff really got more popular during the Dreamcast era. Really. Definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And, and PS2, uh, you know, with stuff yeah. like, you, you mentioned Ibarra. What was the other one that was, um, there was another one that was a really big, uh, uh well, maybe like there was the, the, the Donpachi game, Don, Donpachi Daiojo, uh, on the, on the PS2 was a little bit more crazy. Yeah. So uh, to, there's, uh, I think, uh, border down is pretty good. Not border, border down. The other one under defeat. Yeah. 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 Radergy, I don't, know, I don't think Radergy would count. Uh, maybe True Heart and uh, Mushi Himisama, yeah, that was the one too. I was thinking about. Hmm. Um, so what's the what's the connection with the bee? So there's a there's like a hornet or something. Isn't that what Dumpach? There's uh, or not twin yeah. bee, not twin bee, not twin bee, but uh, like one of the bosses is like this giant uh bee with a beehive and everything like that. You know? Yeah, yeah it's it's the sprite work on this game is incredible. Folks definitely need to give this one a play yeah. if yeah, if you have Honestly, haven't. I really love both the, the Sprite and all the cave games. It's just mm, oh yeah, muy perfecto. Even on Deli Soba Deluxe, <laughs> right? Deli Soba Deluxe, <laughs> hella fun. We need it's to not that bad at all. Like yeah, it's a fun game. You know, we'll have to do uh, a competition to see who gets the best score at that game or best noodle, time. Noodle Delivery Simulator. <laughs> game show Noodle Delivery Simulator. L- literally send nudes. Right. <laughs> Sorry, I had to. Um, <laughs> did you? Did you have to? Well, before to, we we do have to. one more uh, assault suit Lenos two. Dan, you just wrote this up today, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I got this out right before Saturn the Saturn tribute. Okay, so this is another one of those Saturn tributes, not S tribute. Yes. No, full on uh, Saturn tribute. All from the same company, though. Yes, full on yeah. Saturn tribute, but not full on Saturn tribute boosted. So now we have three different labels coming from <laughs> boosted from City Connection. Uh, yeah. Um, the boosted is what the previous Saturn tribute game Batsugan uh, was called. And that had some extra um, HUD elements that kind of told you what your score was and stuff like that. I guess they're not going to have all that, all those bells and whistles for assault suit Lanos two here, but they do have an unprecedented for city connection uh, feature coming for assault suit Lanos two. And that is an English localization that never existed Whoa, in this game originally. Big sound. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's uh, it was originally a Japanese Saturn exclusive uh, run and gun. You basically say, but instead of playing as like a little guy, like in Metal Slug, you are a uh, a mech, 
um, which is cool. And there is um, some story during the missions and uh, cutscenes and whatnot. And so I guess it seems like they are hacking a translation into the original game. Because, of course, Saturn Tribute games are all the original Saturn game running in an emulator, um, which is basically like a modified version of the SSF emulator that uh, anybody can use on their own. Um, wow. And... Uh, uh, but yeah, they seem to be hacking one in. Now, I initially thought, oh, they're just going to uh, have like use their Unity wrapper to put an overlay of English text over top of the original Japanese game. But mm -hmm. no, they released some screenshots that I have in our article on the website, and it really looks like they modified graphics in the game. So I'm very impressed that they're putting in that effort. I don't know who's doing it for them or if they're just they took it upon themselves a city connection to do it themselves uh, either way uh, it's very cool and their official website does say that other languages are coming as well so maybe they're going to hack in french or german or spanish i don't know italian well, let me get this straight so, wonder, uh, so, so, so Mafa said here i wonder if there's any way they can extract the modified <clears throat> rom and put that in an emulator or an yeah. actual like satiator uh, rom form right? yeah. yeah that would be super cool um now, when these games are coming out, like the originally, like Cotton 2 and Cotton Boomerang, um, people did do some hacking. They were able to extract those games and like replace them with other Saturn games to run in the emulator that they ported to the Switch or the PS4 or whatever. So um, that's actually how PS4 Saturn emulation works. I think they just use the Saturn Tribute emulator. They, they kind of like modified it to work. But I guess after uh, a bit of time, City Connection did start encrypting things to stop people from being able to do that. So, I, I, and I don't think anyone's broken that encryption on the newer releases. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe someone would have to work on getting around that little problem. Um, I mean, at least there's the some motivation now. At the very least, yeah. at the very least, they could just play through, and we have the game. We'll have the game translated, right? So that yeah, they, you'd have it, to like yeah, do the work. All you'd have over to do the NBA, work, but you would have the translation done. Yeah. So what? What? That's what I was gonna say. So what you're saying is this will inform a future community project. <laughs> it could. I certainly hope um, it does. Yeah, I'm, and you know, I there have been a lot of criticisms of these because SSF is a bit of a laggy emulator and then you've got it running with a unity wrapper over top of it, which introduces another frame or two of lag. Mm -hmm. So uh, some get, they have worked to make it better. you know, initially cotton two was super laggy and people hated it. And I think people have the impression that, well, all of the Saturn tribute games are like that. Um, and I don't think that's the case. They did patch it to uh, be a little less laggy and cotton two just on the Saturn has a bit of lag to it. So that was kind of a, a tough first game for them to put out. I think it gave people a worse impression than maybe is deserved for these later releases. Mm -hmm. um, they all are going to have a little bit of lag just because you have to go through some kind of a layer here uh, to get it working on a modern console. But I think that um, this release in particular is worth supporting just because they're putting forth this unprecedented for them effort, effort. of doing a new English localization of this game. Um, and that really adds a lot of new value to this that you're not going to have from just, you know, getting the game off of certain uh, internet archives. Absolutely. So. Not to mention the fact that it shines more of a light on Saturn, you know, in the, I mean, look, we've got, yeah. you've got all these platforms where you can play this game now. 
and uh yeah. it's just a, it's just another way that folks can uh experience these games so that's a good thing exactly yeah. i definitely want to pick this one up for sure if one this drops i don't think that this is necessarily one uh one of those games that would like be completely ruined by a frame or two of lag you know what i mean like uh mm-hmm. where whereas like a, a shooter definitely uh you know some you know, s- s- certain games would definitely, definitely, you can feel it more. But Assault Suit Lennis too. I mean, obviously, I don't want any lag, but I think that it's, you know, I think that it's probably they'll, they'll probably figure it. it can live. You can live with it, yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I hate saying that, but you know, it is like I, I'm more. I'm more for like folks uh, supporting these companies and, uh, you know, but trying to you know support the developers uh legitimately you know if they can and playing these games you know you're giving your money to the actual rights holders when you Mm -hmm. buy these saturn tribute games which is cool and you know for all the different like remakes that we report on Mm -hmm. um that are based on uh either based on a saturn game or based on like the ps1 version of a game that also appeared on the saturn you know it's still notable for saturn fans but like it's not what we're getting is not the original saturn game this with all these these are the original saturn games being mm-hmm. distributed uh yeah. legally on modern platforms i think that's super cool this that's is like crazy. the only company doing that you yeah. know uh, aside from the japanese exclusive eShop release of baroque <laughs> yeah about the only other instance of it i could think of yeah so no, i yeah. agree definitely Classic example of you got to vote with your wallet i mean if you want yeah. more of something you buy it mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Well, so now they, they haven't announced contributes enough. Uh, yeah, they haven't announced the uh, cost of this yet. Uh, the website still says it's pre- to be determined. Right. Um, and we also don't know if there's going to be a physical release. If there is, maybe it's just going to be in Japan. Who knows? We're still waiting on details for that. Um, but I mean, their previous releases have, uh, I don't know, ranged between reasonable and maybe a little much. Wait for a sale. So, but I like with Galactic Attack is what I'm specifically thinking of there. Um, they sold both Layer Section, which is the Japanese version, and Galactic Attack, the English version, um, in one pack. And they basically charged you for two games, even though it's the same game with just two different uh, languages. Uh, yeah. And they, they charged like 40 bucks for it or something, I think. Right. Um, which was probably kind of a misstep because if you're buying it, are you really, there's not really a difference between the two, like materially, you're, you're only going to play one version of it. Um, so hopefully they learn from that. And when they put out this game, it's going to be more like, you know, 20 bucks. Uh, we'll see. Speaking of which, oh, I think um, it'll be a price for the for my, these. My, one thing I just thought of though is okay. that uh, I wonder if there's going to be a delay in the game because they'll have <laughs> to rip the Unity engine out. Yeah, I don't know all the the Unity controversy going on. That every install they're going to charge you for it. Uh, that's crazy, insane. So yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah so have fun, uh, have fun ripping that engine out. Maybe that maybe we'll actually get a better emulator now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh hey, by the way, Shadow Mask is going to be streaming on his Twitch channel uh, a little later tonight. He's going to be That's the right. epic sci-fi saga Wing Commander. Um, hardly endorse it, despite it being a very mid movie. <laughs> I mean, it's still kind of but fun to it's see Wing cheese, Commander stuff. Right? 90s oh, yeah, cheese. Oh well, was it, it 90s little, or was it, it early was ni- 2000s? Barely. It was but, 1999. Hey. DVD yeah. like it was like one of those oh, like one of those original like I think I originally rented that 
from a Hollywood video with my roommate. Oh, yeah. We watched it, and I was just like, what is this? <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr., and it's like totally not. It's kind of like. <laughs> It was kind of like um, that movie Hackers, right? Totally not really about hacking, <laughs> but but it was funny and cheesy, and it ended up being entertaining anyway. You what know, I, yeah, I think that's a lot of good. Not being about hacking, like well, it was also like swordfish. it was kind of like the original Super Mario Brothers movie, right? You're just like, this is nothing like Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, but... Wing Commander. The ships don't look like they do in the games. No. They change names of things around. Yes, everything the, the is plot just. Is yeah original yeah it's like they it's it's weird but it's still a fun time and it does have a lot of good actors in it i mean you know it's got uh mm -hmm. matt matthew lilliard and freddie prince yep. jr doing their buddy thing that they exactly. do in a lot of different projects like scooby-doo and uh, say, it's yeah. got like jurgen proch now uh mm -hmm. you know and some of these uh older established actors um yeah it's I think it's, that was just cool. That was just the times that it came out. Like film directors were always like, "Oh no, we got to make this edgy. We gotta, we gotta make this like for adult True. audiences," and they they ended up, you know, straying way too far from the source material. And nowadays yeah. they realize it's like there there's just a bunch of nerds that want to watch like a, a movie adaptation of the game right just make it like the yeah. game and yeah. people will be happy right it was kind of like right. you remember final fantasy the spirits within i was like what oh, was yeah. this what is this garbage right like i went and i saw it Super in the weird. theaters but i was just like this is nothing like final fantasy like this doesn't it it's like uh it's weird <laughs> yeah and they just yeah, thought I they had to do that I saw Wing Commander opening night in the theaters. Did you really? Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I, I had a good time at the time, but it's like the more I thought about it, I'm like, I kind of wish that they'd actually stuck closer to the game. That came out alongside fun, the Matrix. But... Wow, okay. It, it's, just a sh it's just crazy that it took them like this long to realize, oh, hey, if you make a movie that is more like the games, people will go see it and get better reviews. Mm -hmm. Go right. figure, right? Uh, Shadow yeah. Mask, didn't the Matrix come out in 98, though? Like I'm pretty yeah, sure December '98. I thought 99? it was I thought it was a Christmas '98 movie. Am I, I wrong? I thought it was '99 because like huh. I don't know that might be the DVD when it was released. Yeah, the DVD came out in '99, but I thought the movie came out in '98. I could be wrong. Matrix was '99. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm. Yep, I stand corrected. March '99. Yeah, when you guys so yeah. Okay. Wow. That's this... funny. And, and the funny thing is, they both do bullet time. <laughs> they were like oh, the first movies to do bullet time. It must have been. It must have been Christmas of '99 that it hit DVD. Then I'm. I'm getting yeah, all my probably. facts mis mixed up. Yeah. Honestly, Mem I think memory the best is a fickle thing. Has to be the one. Did any of you ever see that movie, the one with Jet Li? Jet Li. No. Oh yeah. Wasn't there? Wasn't there a PS2 game with Jet Li that was like a big deal? Like they were making a real. Uh, a real big deal about it. I remember going to the Bay Area and going to the Sony Metreon and they actually had Jet Li was there and they were like prom promoting this brand new PlayStation nice. 2 game of his uh, Jet Li game or whatever. It was Are like sure a kind of a thing big... like John Woo Stranglehold or something like that. I don't think so. I thought it was Jet Li. Yeah. David David's brain has a glitch Maybe. in the maze. Let me see if there's a Jet Li game. Rise to okay. Honor. That's what it was. Okay. Thank you, Cerulean. I'm not mm -hmm. crazy. I that's promise. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was oh, Jet Li's Rise to Honor. Yeah. Honestly, they should have made a game on the one because literally, I don't know if you ever seen the movie, but literally, it's like every. It's like an an AMV maker from the YouTube mm. did the the action scenes for this movie. It's insane. 
Hmm. Like they got all the cliches. Like they had let the they had to let the bias at the floor. They got uh, was it uh, down with the sickness? I'm trying to think what else was. Papa there, Roach. So they got it. Like it's like it's like this is like the the FMV. Like some it's crazy. It, I guess maybe that's where they got the inspiration from because yeah, there's a lot of that sort of stuff. Hmm. Let the bodies hit the floor. Yeah. You know, also, right, well. Else, yeah. On the subject of you know early video game movies, before we move on, I I always felt there was like this weird like period in the early days where it seemed like the people who made these movies were actively embarrassed or had a hatred yeah. from source material. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, Wing Commander... Yeah, and uh, Wing Commander was made by the creator. Uh, it was directed and written by the creator of the game series, um, Chris Roberts. Chris Roberts. Yeah, that was a yeah. weird kind of anomaly example, but you see it with like you know a lot of the early uh, video game movies where it just seems like they not only didn't get it, but they had a hatred for what they were working on, and it's yeah, they wanted to run away from it as far as possible. Which they is didn't think weird. that you could. That's the thing. They they didn't think that you could just make go you know take a straight approach to it and make a game that like you know yeah. they, like like now we get a mario movie with like animated characters and it looks like yeah. a mario game and and that's okay because like that's really what people want and it took them a while mm -hmm. to figure that out that it was that we didn't want some kind of dystopian mario <laughs> like few dystopian idea Honestly, of what it, mario it, it, might be seen where they asked what's your name mario mario and i said this is my luigi mario yeah. i probably would have pissed my pants laughing in the theater <laughs> I like think what done you that. needed was uh, you needed like filmmakers who grew up with these sorts of stories to yeah. come along who would take it seriously, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. Well, which is why like the Ninja Turtle movies were, uh, and I realize that's not necessarily about a video game, but it, there's a lot of it's tie in there. That, that it was a Japanese studio that made them, and I think that they kind of had that charm because they the Japanese studios did kind of take a more straightforward approach to you know making stuff. Uh, Whereas, the thing about that first Turtles movie is it's actually a legitly well thought out story and yeah. movie that actually yeah, seems it's like a well made movie. Theater. Yeah, yeah. It cared about they had, the story yeah. material. It, it embraced it. Yeah. In a way that you know, I feel like you know a lot of movies based on these like children's quote unquote kids shows or properties or whatever. Right. Did. Yeah, yes. honestly, honestly shouts out to Jim Henson too. I think without the Jim Henson company doing the, the animatronics and the puppets, that movie would have been Oh yeah. They did oh, such a good job with the turtles. parents complained and so they dumbed it down in the sequels. Yeah. When I was a kid I preferred the sequels, but now as an adult, I really appreciate the first one and what they were doing there from a story perspective and characters perspective. I just, mm -hmm. I just pretend the other two don't exist, and my life's much happier. But the yeah, Ninja Turtles movie was pretty good. It's and pretty I'm going to say something that. that when I was a little kid, this is uh, you're totally going to revoke my geek card for this. But when I was like four or five years old, my favorite was the third one. Up, uh, I mean, I I could see the charm of it. I mean, it definitely <laughs> was a different one. Was, I mean, you, you know, can't be blamed for what you liked when you were a kid. You were a kid, you know, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I, fair. I, exactly. I thought Pokemon the first movie was cinema masterpiece. Yeah. Right. I mean, obviously I was correct in my assumption, but there's was a, probably a bad example. But, you know, maybe there's probably other things. But I, I know that I was right on that one, though. That's 100% fact. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I went to see that in the theater. I wait. That was the one movie I had to wait in line to see. But you know, I, I made the most of it because, you know, I ha I would trade my little Burger King toys with the other kids, you know, in line. <laughs> so I was, you know, I was full in the spirit on that one That's as funny. well. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I did the same thing, except I just beat up the kids for their cards. But that was a whole nother. No, I'm just joking. But yeah, I, I guess I just really to, to circle back. Where were we talking about? I even. We were, talking about, we were talking about we were talking about film adaptations. Sorry, yeah, Wing Commander. Wing Commander. Oh, because uh, because well, Shadow Mask is pr uh, pr showing it tonight. No, yeah, yeah, VHS. Yeah, we're in twenty five minutes and counting yeah. as the if show goes If he's on. not still stuck at work, but yeah. Yeah, I think we. I actually, we need. Up, I need to wrap. Yeah, I yep. need to read off our our Patreon supporters because we do really appreciate. Wow, and we've got some here that are just really uh really helping us out quite a bit financially but so i'm i'm reading off the 10 and 20 dollar patrons uh here on the show you guys uh a murder of crows of course k we love you blue moon 95 cerulean chris piper pipe dreams games chris 1997 xx daniel frederickson david zaney who we've got here in the chat with us shouts david shouts uh derek pascarella a team Emerald Nova, Fat Drunk Friend Otaku, Gem Clasher Rank, Johannes Fetz, Mr. Joe Engine himself. We've got Justin. We've got Memphis. We've got Nate Lawrence, Normal Guy, Nutrageous, Robert Ramsey, Rowan Dinked. I believe he's here too. Shouts, Rowan. Uh, Sega Steve, Shadow Mask, of course, Stone Man, Tanuki Trev, and Young Money Sweet. All you guys have uh, supported us uh, at the $10 and up level and we really really appreciate you for helping us uh host the website the podcast go to prge it's going to be awesome we appreciate your support for that the magazine everything um and then everybody else who who contribute contributes to us financially we really really appreciate your support as well um and even if you can't support us financially as we always say you know you guys can still support us uh you know with your your moral support and just you know your patronage of uh being a part of our community and being a part of the conversation right pat like they can they can exactly. share us just participate and like you'll and like just participate that's all we really want like yeah. honestly that's that was my goal from when i why well, i wanted to share. i just want people to care about what i uh what i want to do you know yeah i mean like people like the number of people that contribute to this community are what make it great, you know, and there are what yep. add to people like our Jack coming in and uh, deciding I'm going to, I'm going to try to do this, even though it's really difficult and it's going to be a challenge. And then he, mm -hmm. you hook up with other people uh, to help you. And, you know, before you know it, here's another community project done and, and folks can appreciate it and they can, they can enjoy it, you know, and that's what we're doing is keeping the Saturn love alive. So you don't have to give us any money to do that. Uh, if you yeah, do, yeah. we will love it. But and, and we are very, very grateful because you're helping us produce everything here. But if you if you can't just being here, a part of this community is all we ask, you know, join the discord and be a part of the chat. You guys can do tournaments, uh, double dime host tournaments uh, on Netlink. So you can get your Saturn online in 2023 and you can play against other people. Uh, there's a growing yeah. roster. It's growing every day, and there's new folks adding on, and that's great. So you can join the tournaments. You, what else? What other kind of cool stuff can they do? That we have like quiz. Uh, we have we have some like hot takes forums, and we have some, you know, uh, co different conversations, technical conversations. Um, we 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 have me posting my anime crap all the time. 
We have a lot of cool discussions. Uh, music cool discussion. We love anime crap. Yeah, that's the show. We all kind of like anime crap. That's well, our weeaboo. So if you like weeb stuff too, join us and let's weeb. Oh, weeb uh, weeb uh, there's a technical support channel. Uh, if you have questions about your Saturn and you need help, and maybe you're brand new to the Saturn, so you don't take everything for granted. Like it might actually, there there are like video issues that happen with Saturns. The lasers go there. There are, you know, different different jail issues bars. that jail bars. Yeah, there's stuff that people might be able to help you with if you uh, get on over into our Discord and and ask. I think we there's do have of... copies of the magazines left. Neil is asking. We do. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. We've got we've got the five dollar and the ten dollar, and the only difference really, they're both slick. It's just the five dollar ones have some misnumbering issues in them. But the, the 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 magazine is is co correctly the pagination is correct. It's just some of the numbers on the page are incorrect, and for that reason, it doesn't meet the quality seal of being able to charge full price for it. So, um, we've got plenty of those. Yeah, and and no and no one can say that we don't plug other people's stuff because I just sent the someone asked for the Microsoft Benbo shirt. I posted that in the chat. Uh, for uh for nick robinson's merch store on the chat so mm -hmm. if you want one of those that you get right here from that merch store i don't know how much it was a limited thing so i don't know how many he has left but it looks like he has he has all the sizes still mm -hmm. so if you guys want a microsoft binbo's uh anime os tan shirt you can go get one over at that link right there so um, neil, neil neil asks, asks what's the shipping, the shipping? it's yeah. killer expensive it's absolutely ridiculous it's asinine but i tell you what if you're from the uk you can i will send you the magazine for the price of shipping okay that which it's the best i can it's the best we can do like uh if you uh if you are gonna buy the magazine on our website i'm i'm i'll refund you whatever the five dollars or whatever for the actual magazine and you'll pay whatever the shipping is which i think is like 21 dollars. it's really ridiculous uh that it costs 21 dollars to ship and that's just using you know like usps right which is the yeah. if i were to do it like ups or or uh fedex it would be even more expensive wow so i apologize to the folks in the uk because um yeah i i really i really do um we might be over there eventually so if you guys want to wait and go to a con in the uk maybe you know that's might yeah that's another be possibility servicing you with the magazine well, that sounded really wrong. Uh, we might be giving be selling the magazine, <laughs> servicing at the con. you with a magazine. We'll just roll it up. <laughs> exactly. Just you know. Just, okay. You know. Okay. So. <laughs> we're this yeah, show like, is has a reputation for being completely appropriate. Um, yeah. I wasn't being You're professional. Not yeah, but I mean, okay. I can honestly say, as somebody who buys magazines and imports them as well. Um, it's killer to me too. Like on eBay, when I, it, I, I, I almost it never makes sense for me to buy a single issue of a magazine from the UK. Like it only makes sense if I buy it in a lot, because it costs the same amount to ship the lot that it than it does to just ship one issue. You know, mm. it's just so it's it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's lots of money. But like I say, we want we want our UK <sighs> listeners to be able to read the mag. Um, and I just feel so bad, uh, having them pay something ridiculous for, for it. So like I said, there was a, we had another dude who was in the UK who bought it and I was just like, here's the price of the mag back. And he paid for the shipping, you know, cause what's it to us, right? Like, right, Pat? Yeah. Not sure. a big deal. Right. 
Yeah, honestly, honestly, <laughs> the issue is that we just want to get the magazine out there. Yeah, we want to get it out there, and we want people to be able to enjoy it. I mean, we are we already paid for it like three times over this point, so it's like right. Yeah, so we've we've been we've gotten our money back, and like I uh, I got several of these in my garage, and if we have any more tropical storms, that's not going to be good for them. So I want to get them out. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll be bringing the PRGE. I forgot to mention that we're doing yes. PRGE. Saturn Day panel, the 11 a.m. What's money right? anyway? <laughs> right? Well, that's true. Yeah, if, if Pat always copy, makes that argument. Like sometimes, sometimes sure it's like too. you can always get the money back, right? But you can't get a certain item. This this Shiro mag is going to be hot property one day, right? Oh yeah. Oh Collectors yeah. Collectors item. It'll be in a it's museum. Be awesome. we'll is it in a museum? Is it in a video game museum? It, it is, is actually. Yeah. It's in the yeah, uh, video game history museum. Go. Yeah. Thanks to uh, shouts to Kelsey who made Kelsey that. Kelsey and uh, yeah, uh, and and Frank Cifaldi. Frank Cifaldi. Yeah. So cool. Snatch your fund. Oh, is that <laughs> happening, Pat? You you said that you Are said you that there's a. Yet? Well, no. He he he's gonna bring some money to PRGE, right, and try to get a, a physical copy of Snatcher. That's we'll the plan, see. right? We'll see, uh, oh, is he? Okay. likely no, but we'll see. <laughs> Can I get a timeshare on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All yeah, right. I'll, I'll, you can come over to my house and play it. That's the timeshare. Well, okay. let's uh, let's do our outro, I guess. Uh, so thanks, Arjack, for joining us. We really appreciate your time uh, Thank talking you about. Thanks. Get everybody go out and download JB Herald and check that out right now. Go play it right yeah. now. You must. Play your Sega Saturn. This is Saturn Dave, Trainerco, and Danthrax reminding you that you must play yes. Sega Saturn. Till next must. time. Peace. <laughs>